Welcome to Musical Chairs, the podcast about musicals where we are sat in chairs. Which is why we've called it Musical Chairs. And if we're ever not sat in chairs, uh, we'll definitely let you know. Each episode we're going to discuss a different musical and I'm certain we'll be sat in a chair. Although to be honest Jade, that chair that you're sitting in right now is very broken, so... So grab your tap shoes and sailor's hat as we enter the world where true love is always requited and the Nazis are always defeated by a song. Welcome, Welcome to Musical Chairs! <laughs> We're talking about... Musicals! Woo! Why are we doing that, though? Um, well, we both found out we're really passionate about them. Yeah. Which was a good, a nice surprise. And also all the musicals podcasts on the iTunes store are rubbish. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not even aware of any of them. And I feel like people that like musicals would like podcasts, surely. I don't know, because I looked on there and like all the, me- well, okay, I'm being really unfair because I haven't listened to any of them, <laughs> but based on what they look like, I'm pretty sure they're rubbish, because I'm very, like, judgmental. All quite serious, maybe. Yeah, they're all really, they're all about, like, they're all, they look, again, I'm talking completely out of turn because I haven't <laughs> listened to any of them or even gone past their picture, but they look like they're done by people that are really into, like, theatre and stuff, which yeah. I do like theatre, but this is more about, like movie musicals specifically yeah right? definitely and not so much about the technicalities of it just about the fun no. of it Are you a theatre kid I did I did acting and like I did ballet classes and stuff yeah. like that and I did do theatre studies in A level but I didn't go to theatre school. You weren't a theatre kid. No. no. Well, no. Although I did I did audition for... I auditioned for a Barbie advert. Really? And then I... Well, I think... My, so I, I thought... I used to think it was because I lost my tooth and my mum didn't take me to the audition. But I think my mum probably didn't think I would get the audition, so she didn't take really? me. I don't know. I feel so she like, knocked out one of your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled it out. Yeah. Basically, I wanted to be a theatre kid, but I was not good enough. I wanted to be a theatre kid as well, but I was too, like, crippled by anxiety to, like, <laughs> do it. I was only ever in one play, like, growing up, only ever one thing, and it was the Pied Piper of Hamlet. Was it, it a musical version? Yeah, it was a full musical version of the Pied Piper of Hamlet done by our primary school music, like piano teacher amazing she like wrote I think she wrote it Mm. or she wrote some of it and um I say that but probably like she probably just got it from like some book or something yeah yeah, yeah. but I played the character of person two person two and I had one line and it was a what are we gonna do about the rats (laughs) (laughs) and that was <laughs> That's like at my secondary school. Like, I auditioned for Sweeney Todd, and I got the part of the what? I got the part of the bird seller, and then I just had Wait, to... when was when was this? Um, oh, well, I was about 14, 13, 14. Is this like the Sondheim Sweeney? Todd? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. And then I'm I from... no, not quite secondary, secondary school. school. Yeah, and then I got the part of the bird seller, and I had to come out and be like, "Would you like a bird or something like that?" <laughs> That's a big deal. That's like a big. That's like a complicated mm. like musical to do. Yeah, my my school even it was into like theatre. It wasn't a theatre school, but they were quite into that kind of thing. My secondary school did Greece. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was it, and even that was a struggle. Were you them. in that? No, I wasn't in that. No, I'd completely given up on any of that kind of stuff by then. 
But now... But now... <laughs> we're back. The world's a stage, darling, now. <laughs> now no. we're going to stage our own musical. Yeah. Podcast musical. Yes, podcast musical. There's a gap in the market. That's basically why we're doing it. Uh, yeah, it? We exactly. actually don't like musicals at all. We've just chosen yeah, the we... one thing that we feel like there's a gap in the market for. <laughs> we thought there's too many podca- uh, podcasts about football. Yeah. There's too many podcasts about films. Also, my dad wrote a porno and I was late to the game on that one, so oh, I can't really use that. Oh, I? no. Yeah. That's all been gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing in the rain Just singing in the rain what a glorious feeling so this is um singing in the rain yeah what are your thoughts first thoughts well for me singing in the rain is one that's like beloved by my family my family are really into musicals Mm -hmm. and this one is like a big one for them so it's i haven't seen it in a long time till we just watched it like a few years but it's one that I've seen a lot and it really makes me think of my childhood and my grandparents and mm. my aunts and stuff just like watching it all together. I think it's a really good one to get out of the mm. way as well, isn't it? Because it's like the biggest, like one of the like most well-known musicals. Uh, yeah, even people that aren't yeah. really into musicals know singing, or at least they know the song Singing in the Rain. Yeah. 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 And what about you? Does it have lots of meaning to you? Yeah, it's like my fa- one of my favourite ones ever because it's just like the biggest like stupidest musical mm. that there is and it's just like for me it's like defines what a good musical should be which is like devoid of <laughs> plot <laughs> essentially well that's not not really fair is because like just watched it i guess there is a lot of plot to mm. it but it's a simple plot yeah not in a not to sort of think oh it's simple but like it doesn't need like loads of stuff i think the fact that it has a plot is like at all is kind of like it's kind of a happy bonus because like mm. it doesn't need yeah it doesn't need one at no all. yeah and especially like some of the some of the songs as we will discuss i'm sure are, are slightly shoehorned in <laughs> yeah slightly slightly i know we said we weren't gonna do any research i did look up a cu- just a couple of things about it just mm. a couple oh, not cool. a lot of stuff. that's good i just thought i'd have Hit some me like, with the facts, facts and yeah. stuff yeah so like... a couple you got double pain <laughs> no 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 it's not it's not a lot honestly um, so the, the interesting thing I found out about it was apparently only two songs in the whole movie were written specifically for the film every oh. other song is just like the the guy who wrote it uh, Arthur Freed like he like it's all his original music but the songs when he wrote them they just they weren't designed for the plot of the film or anything oh, okay. so I imagine like the whole film was just written around the songs which is pretty crazy. Like, so were the two singing in the rain and yeah, guess what they were. Guess which ones they were then. So singing well, a singing in the rain and I want to say good morning, but I guess that actually really doesn't need to the like the even though it makes sense in the plot, like that's quite easy to like write it in. Like oh, they woke up in the morning. Good morning. You're completely good... wrong. It's oh really? Even, it's not even singing in the rain. Oh, well, even though it was based on that... Oh, well, actually, no, that makes sense. Because, of course, it wouldn't be. Because, as we discovered from the credits, the <laughs> musical's based on the song Singing in the Rain. Yeah, exactly. So, I suppose... Um, 
I don't know. Make them laugh? I don't know. Yeah, Make Them Laugh is one of them. And Moses as well. Oh, those are the two of my favourite ones. Are they really? Yeah, I love those ones. Especially Moses. So Moses for me is like... So we're getting onto the songs much sooner than I thought we would. But Moses is like... It's just not a song. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. Like, I like it, but it's like... It's like if you just sang She Sells Seashells by the Seashore over and over again and then did a dance. And then dance it, yeah, yeah. It feels like the most shoehorned in song for me. Which is ironic because it was written for the... Specifically for the film. <laughs> they were like, this song's about singing in the rain. We had needed a song about Moses. <laughs> it really makes you question the, the skills of the people who wrote the songs for the... Because especially if the other ones existed, and then like you said, it is just a tongue twister to turn yeah, into a pretty song. Much. I mean, it is one line, and then they just dance for yeah, like three minutes, and then they just say it in different ways. But I do, I really like it because I think it like shows their friendship really well. Yeah, and no, it's a re- again like a lot of the things in this film. Like even though I think a lot of it is stupid, I think it is. Um, like it all has a place mm. like it all makes sense in some big weird messy way yeah definitely so should we because i was just thinking there's probably shockingly some people that maybe haven't seen this film so maybe yeah. we need to do a little not a long but like a little summary what of the plot <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, so. I, know, I know there's not much of a plot, but or at least well, I don't I, know. well, okay. So one of the interesting things that I was thinking when we were watching it because I've seen this film like a lot of times, and I think this time the thing that most stood out to me is like how satirical it is, mm. like in terms of like the fact that so it's a film that's like about the film industry, mm. and it's really like at times it feels really like cynical about the film industry and stuff, and I feel like it's. Again, I didn't hadn't thought of it until watching it sort of with fresh eyes. But, like, it's quite... Okay, it's about going from silent films to talking films and how that affects the industry. But really, it's relevant now just with a different spin on it, whether, you know, it's 3D films or yeah. it's whatever type of new media it is. It is quite relevant because, you know, there's people like Lena, possibly, I guess, at the end of the film it's for me it's a big assumption that she's kind of her whole career's gone down the pan yeah because she's got a squeaky voice and can't sing she's like that cat that archetype of a character who's like trying to like hang on to the past mm. in yeah a way. exactly and yeah then it's like uses deception she's she's like the film's antagonist really isn't she like mm. she's the closest thing that it sort of has to one so yeah, yeah exactly like, i think you're right like we should kind of sum it up a bit mm. so it's so it's about What's it about? It's about it's about a, a movie star. Yeah, Don, Don Lockwood. Don Lockwood, yeah. Played by Gene Kelly. Mm-hmm. The dancing yeah. queen. <laughs> More on that later. And Lena, what was her last name? Lena. Let's just call her Lena. Lena, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember her name. Um, and I don't know who plays Lena. They're like a... They're like a they're like a Hollywood couple, aren't they? But they're not really a Hollywood couple. Yeah, they're like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone yeah. in the way of like they're always in films together, but they're mm-hmm. not actually a couple. Yeah, they're like red carpet like darlings, really, mm. aren't they? Yeah, of the of the silent movies. Yeah, and then it's basically about how like times change, and it's like so you see you start. It's, it's kind of like not not riches to rags story, but you see it starts with them like at the height of their 
sort of fame mm. and then it's about the turn of the century it's about like when silent movies are going away and sound is coming in mm. and it's about how they kind of deal with it which is like not very well essentially yeah and they have to like move with the times and their studio wants to make a talking film and not to I think I feel like it's going to become a theme but not to like slag off La La Land or anything <laughs> <laughs> we were talking a little bit weren't we about how La La Land is like supposed to be this throwback to the old movies and mm. stuff but actually it seems to really enjoy sort of not giving you that like what I would consider like I said stupid but that's what I want from a musical so it's like this film is like all about this relation essentially a relationship between these three people but then near the end of the film there's a bit called Broadway medley where you don't see those two characters (laughs) for I think it's like 17 minutes Uh, I think it and it's it's just becomes the Gene Kelly yeah, show like for 17 minutes it yeah just, exactly and you can really tell that like again just not to skip around but like Gene Kelly is obviously amazing like we don't mm. need to say that his dancing's incredible mm. and he's like we saw didn't we on the credits that he's like the yeah. creative dance director on mm. this, on this yeah. thing so I don't know how much input he had into it but I imagine he had a <laughs> lot like, yeah. in ter- but in terms of like like there's one bit in the film that was really interesting like so you know how they're making this this terrible movie and they don't know what to do with it and then they decide that they're going to just make it a musical. Mm. But who decides that? An actor in the film, Gene Kelly, he decides it's going to be a musical. He has that creative control. And I feel like it's really odd that the film mirrors so much the actual film. Yeah, definitely. Because you feel like, well, I mean, obviously, I don't know anything about the film. Well, I know bits about the film industry, but, you know, we don't know what it's actually like. But I would be very, very sure that an actor whether they were the main actor couldn't just be like let's turn it into a musical and then the director's like yeah okay great yeah so yeah but i feel like gene kelly he did have that authority was like we were saying it's very rare yeah because then he would have been like what we need in this musical is 17 minutes of me dancing in very bright colors in a not period related yeah, completely exactly. like out of context not sort of like cohere no not at all like I was number. saying it's, it's always like um, like a singer wouldn't have looked at a place in Guys and Dolls mm-hmm. or maybe Chicago gotta dance gotta dance Gotta dance. It's it's weird, isn't it? It is really weird. I kind of, I mean, I hadn't forgotten that song, but when it came on, that geek character that pops out. You mean just like Gene Kelly wearing glasses? Yeah, wearing glasses and a bright yellow. He's he's actually a lot like those um, Instagram teenagers who just like, just put on a pair of thick rimmed glasses <laughs> and just like, oh, I'm such a game. Yeah, like, exactly. it's that kind of thing. And roll up their striped shirts. Yeah, <laughs> they roll up their striped shirts and they pick up their suitcases and they march <laughs> on a treadmill. Boater hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but we did talk a little bit about how, as weird as it is, and as how completely unrelated to the rest of the plot it is, <laughs> and it, I think it is like 17 or 18 minutes of just... Mm. It's, it's just... It's another... Sto- it's a film within a yeah. film again. It's not even... It's just a different story. Mm. Yeah. It's like... Because we already... At the beginning of the film, we already get a flashback 
of their of their of vaudeville Don, beginning yeah, and of Don Lockwood's of his specific mm. trajectory like what how, where he came from being a stunt man and then yeah. being a, a dancer and then getting into all this stuff mm. so like whose story is this yeah exactly because now it's about a guy on his own whereas we from the start of the film we know that he came up with Cosmo you know and and working together and that kind of thing so then now we're seeing a guy on his own making it in the big city alone alone yeah and then like falling in love with a well I mean I'm assuming the fact a satanic starlet a satanic starlet yeah in a gangster underworld yeah yeah a strangely mysterious woman with a bob with a bob, with a very Chicago bob, <laughs> just just for the listeners, uh, Jen has this like, um, I guess it's a doorstop, is it? It is a doorstop, but please don't call it a doorstop <laughs> in front of it. It's a, a a cuddly toy cat, which I really like, and I just as we were talking, just leant over and put it on my knee. It's because it's got comfort weight to it. It's like you know when you when you get those like weighted blankets because mm. they make people feel like safe and secure. It's that because it's heavy, so you can like put it on your face. <laughs> yeah. It just yeah, it makes me feel like it's a cat on my knee, but yeah, it, it won't jump off. That's why I have it because I'm not allowed cats in my flat, and I can sort of just kick that about. Yeah. <laughs> Use it as a cat. Oh. I wonder if people don't like people who like musicals don't like singing in the rain. Like I, I don't mean people that just don't like musicals. Of course, there's people that don't like singing in the rain, but I wonder. Of people that like like what someone's argument would be against singing in the rain as a musicals lover. You mean like an unwell person? <laughs> <laughs> a like sick some, person. Yeah, someone who's not right. No, I don't a know. Very cruel person. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't see what what someone that likes musicals wouldn't like about it. Yeah, because you have to ask yourself, why do you like musicals mm. then? Like, what is it that you like about musicals? And if you don't like singing in the rain, then you probably don't like musicals. Musicals, yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you do one of those, like, Cosmo quizzes, <laughs> and, like, you, the first bit of it, you get to, like, do you like singing in the rain? It says no. The answer is, like, you don't like musicals, Yeah, yeah, basically. exactly. It's like maybe you like Dancer in the Dark or like some kind of modern musical mm. that isn't really a musical. Yeah, exactly. So. Or maybe you like Glee, but that doesn't... Do you like Glee? Do you know, when it first came out, I kind of got on board with it. Me too. And then I went off board with it as well. I mean, I didn't really ever see it as a musical, though. Well, it's like a it's like a tribute like it's it's like a karaoke program isn't it yeah yeah exactly i suppose that's the thing and also they like they ruin everything in a way they did a they actually did a singing in the rain didn't they i don't i must not have seen that yeah that they one. did they, they they did the I, I remember watching a clip of them doing um make them laugh oh really yeah and they did oh, they God, did how it, was that? it was okay yeah they did it okay but they have a tendency to like change stuff yeah so like when they did Rocky Horror and stuff, they like changed a lot of the words to make it like <gasps> like kids TV friend- friendly, yeah, TV friendly. But it's weird. It's like if you're gonna do it, then do it. Do if you're it. gonna celebrate it, then celebrate. Yeah, it. exactly. And especially as like they had sex in the film right from the start, so it's like well, if they're, I mean, obviously we didn't see it on screen, but you know, like in what in Rocky Horror? No, 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 in um, Glee. Oh, like, in Glee, sex and stuff was like a thing. So then it's like. Well, why? And I mean, I think they should be more concerned about the private lives of 
they're so worried about changing the words of Rocky Horror and then the yeah. private lives of some of the uh, it's, people. It's weird, yeah. I don't remember a lot of it. I just, I remember kind of enjoying it. Um, make them laugh. Tell me what you think about that. Make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? <laughs> my dad said be an actor, my son, but be a comical one. Well, that's like, a, that for me is like a classic, a classic song. Yeah. It's one that my granddad loves that song. Like, my granddad likes to sort of have a little sing song and he's a bit of a joker. Yeah. And so he really likes that. He always likes that character, that kind of character that Cosmo plays. And so do I as well. And I actually remember a girl that I used to babysit for. She, whenever she watched this film, she would just absolutely like laughs hysterically yeah for this song because that's because again like he's obviously like he's a clown like that's what he does mm. um apparently donald o'connor um used to smoke four packs of cigarettes a day so after he did that he had to go to hospital <laughs> and have a lay down in a hospital bed oh for a prolonged period of time and then they um apparently lost all the footage and he had to do it again <laughs> God, but i just I, I mainly wrote it down because firstly it was like i was interested because he went had to go to hospital after mm. doing it and also the fact that he smoked four packs of cigarettes a day yeah. is pretty incredible it's just and impressive really i think as someone who's a singer and a dancer like i would could not imagine any singer or dancer nowadays smoking that much let alone at all for fear of like it affecting their voice or you I think know. it was a medical requirement back then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that was actually like, like probably Oh, you're a singer and a dancer. Well you better have four packs, not they three. They were prescribed, yeah. <laughs> I just had a flashback mm-hmm. to when I was at school and we went to see a musical at school and we went to see Hamlet the musical. Hamlet the musical. And it had been turned into a musical. And like, there's bits of it on YouTube actually because years later like an old school friend sent one to me and even now I remember one of the songs was like how do you murder a king that's amazing (laughs) that's like and it was serious well I I mean I don't know about that and there was another one which it was like (laughs) Banquo must go that's good (laughs) because it's like in um, the producers they have those kind of references to like the fake plays like funny boy and like, yeah, yeah to be unlucky to be like all that stuff's really good and there's, there's hamlet 2 as well have you seen that hamlet 2 yeah it's not great but it's like a, it's a steve coogan film um oh, no. about i think it's about a school teacher who like tries to like make a musical called hamlet 2 <laughs> i mean i feel like the hamlet the musical they can't have been being serious I have no idea why my school thought it would be a good idea to take us there. They probably it was probably was it secondary school? Yeah, yeah. It's that thing, isn't it, where it's like, oh, we want them to learn about Shakespeare, but we don't think they're going to be able to like grip the actual like source material. Uh, yeah, just take them to like a trendy version of it. In my school, we we had like these um, like boards outside all the classrooms, like you know, we could stick things up like mm. tack boards or whatever, and we had the whole of um. Romeo and Juliet tacked up oh and Macbeth as well tacked up but it was like a comic book version of it no it wasn't cool oh really it was really crap it was like one of those like like there was it was like it wasn't a comic book like you're thinking of it wasn't like it wasn't period comic book Mm. it was like 
Romeo and Juliet were represented by like graffiti artists. They they were like they were like warring graffiti oh, gangs. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. And it was like all modernized and stuff. I guess it's the kind of like Baz Luhrmann. Um, yeah. Was it Baz Luhrmann that did Romeo and Juliet? Mm. Yeah. Romeo and yeah, Juliet? yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. Do you like that? Have you seen it? Oh, I've seen it because I used to be really, really obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, not obsessed, but I ha- had a lot of his films. Yeah. Uh, and watched them. I, yeah, That's I did normal. like it. Yeah, that, no, yeah. that, no, that, no, that, it. Oh, no, I'm not even being sarcastic. That is. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, if you just had that one film, I'd be concerned. If you just had Romeo and Juliet, I don't think I actually weird. ever had that one, um, but I've seen it a lot. I, I mean, I quite like it. I haven't seen it for years, so whether I would now or not, but I, I liked um, who's... Who's his friend who sings Young Hearts Run Free? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I've blocked a lot of it out, I think. Did you not like it? I didn't hate it, but I just... You know when they try and, like, modernise stuff? It yeah. just makes me cringe a little bit. I mean, I cried so much in it, but... Have you seen Romeo and Juliet? What do you Is it a musical? About? No. Oh. <laughs> I would have seen Modernisations of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen No Mary and Juliet. I've seen bits of it, I think. Um, I, think I want to doing... see Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, now they're doing Sherlock Gnomes. What Just are they going to do next? What's what's the other what gnome pun? Um, gnome Alone. <laughs> oh, you've written it already. Yes. That's good. That'd be gnome amazing. Alone. But the problem would be that if, like, the, um, you know, how he does the bowling ball, yeah. it would just smash the gnome. Yeah. And then it'd be done. What? Yeah, but it would smash the... Evil gnome. The evil gnome. But it would be finished earlier on in the... <laughs> um, if I was a producer, I'd still green like that. I yeah, think. yeah, definitely. I mean, it, yeah, what else could they do next? Gnomes under the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a very, very sad tale. Yeah. It's just gnomes being smashed. <laughs> <laughs> gnomes under the hammer. I like that. Got those lips that were meant to be kissed, and you're over sweet 16. Oh, beautiful girl, what a gorgeous creature! Beautiful girl, let me call a preacher. What can I do but give my heart to you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was thinking, what is beautiful, girls? Uh, I've got a uh, note here. And you're over sweet 16. Oh, and you're over... Yeah, you like that line, didn't you? Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, again, one of those things that watching it as a child, I never sort of picked up on that. But some of these old films have some creepy old lines in them, don't they? Well, that's what I find really fun as well about watching old movies, especially musicals, is there's so many things... I mean, I don't... Like, like we were talking about whether or not that sequence... It's hard to tell from our point of view if how much of that is supposed to be tongue-in-cheek and how mm. much of it isn't. I do think some of it is. Yeah, I don't know, though, if that line... Because That I, line, I don't think it no, is. No, I don't think that line is. I think it goes tongue-in-cheek. Well, I, I mean, I think the song isn't tongue-in-cheek, but I don't think that line is. I think where, it, for me, where they're like, this is comedy, is when they go to the people in their clothes. It's the, that bit, isn't yeah. it? Where they're showing the absurdity of the outfits and stuff. uh, Yeah, I feel like they were like, oh, this is a light-hearted song and then we'll have a comic bit. But now, like, the whole thing just is quite absurd. Yeah. And that's another interesting thing that I wanted to talk about as well, is, like, Cosmo. Mm. Like, he has no love story. He has no, like, person. And actually, I remember, like, a couple of times I've seen it, I thought, oh, is Cosmo, like, a gay character? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I... I, Because, you know, like, 
there's scenes in it where it's like hinted that maybe he isn't but i think there's a there's big hints that maybe he is because i think like and that he's in love with don possibly Ooh, this could conspiracy. be a fan fiction yeah. waiting to happen yeah fan fiction Ooh. but here's why i think he's gay oh right okay. yeah here's okay. why i think he's gay character as it's pride i think he's got no girlfriend okay. <laughs> well must so, be yeah so that means he's gay ding, ding, ding. he's very witty okay yeah <laughs> you can turn a phrase uh, he's a good dancer okay yeah uh, in one scene he has a rainbow colored tie pride exactly um, he's musical. Okay, right. <laughs> All the stereotypes here. Well, you haven't heard the last one oh, yet. Oh, okay. He invents lip syncing. Oh my God. So there wow. you go. It I mean, that is a up. good theory. Again, the problem with this film is that it is like just, it's too good. Mm. Like it's not, it's like any, any apparent criticism or anything that I say that even sounds remotely disparaging is like, I'm really reaching for it, mm. you know. It's like oh, it's yeah. like I'm overthinking it because it's generally like I think this is like one of the most perfect films ever made. Mm. Like I would, you can show it to anyone, like any age. And mm. um, obviously, you can't really show it to people that don't, don't like musicals. Uh, yeah, but I feel like even people that don't like musicals, this would be a musical where they'd be like, nah, "Yeah, it's all right." Like, do you reckon? Comp- I, th- I think it, there would be far worse musicals to show to me. Yeah, there would be. Like, I suppose, like, musicals that are more, like, um, s- sincere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This, like, this quite... Le Mi- like yeah. someone to sit through Les Mis. Or... Well, that is hard. Even for people <laughs> yeah, that like yeah. musicals, it is difficult. Or, yeah. like, something really cheesy, like Joseph or something like that. I don't even... I don't like Joseph. No, yeah. No. Joseph, da, da. Yeah, I don't think that's even the tune. So <laughs> that is the sing that again, Joseph. Da, da, da. Yeah, Joseph. Da, 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 da. That is the. Tune. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah. There's something about Andrew Lloyd Webber that just like there's something about him that that creeps me out, oh, and yeah. there's and there's something about his 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 music that just makes me die inside. Yeah. I don't know. I um I went to see fairly recently with my parents we went to see because I really like School of Rock yeah we went to see the musical you know how like they have voices coming over at the start of, like hey kids turn off your phones or like whatever the theme of the musical is and they're like turn off your phones in in that theme <laughs> was it Andrew Lloyd Webber wearing a cap backwards and a skateboard <laughs> that under his arm <laughs> that would have been amazing like Steve Buscemi and, yeah like hey kids <laughs> no but he was like because in School of Rock it's like yeah stick it to the man and it's like before the musical started I can't remember what it was about like what exactly he's saying it for but he basically is like yeah do this and it's like stick it to the man and I was like I was like my blood was boiling before the film and the musical had even started did you stand up and shout stick it to the man (laughs) (laughs) fuck you Andrew Lloyd Webber (laughs) I'm going and leaving my £10 ticket behind me is that how much it was? it was something yeah it was like I mean I wouldn't have yeah I went with my parents but it was one that like we thought oh let's go because you know you can sometimes get those cheap ones Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be one that any of us would be like yeah let's pay like Book of Mormon prices for or anything but how was it then? it was fine Um, it was quite fun there was a lot of songs about like sticking it to the man which got a bit repetitive and a bit annoying but that is the theme oh yeah yeah it is the theme yeah the guy who played Jack Black's character was really really good and I've seen him in something before 
but he like looks really like Jack Black. If you just spent sixty pounds, oh, to I sit wouldn't down the have. Front, oh, I wouldn't have been spending sixty pounds on it. But say you did, yeah. Then how good would it have been? Not sixty pounds. <laughs> I would. I would have probably been like, that was not worth the money, but it was fun. Maybe I wouldn't. Whereas now I'm like, oh yeah, it was okay. Not get anything bad to say about it, but yeah, I wouldn't. I'd say like if you're in London and you've got an extra ten pounds. If you see one, if you see a ticket on the floor, the <laughs> <laughs> school of rock band, Andrew Lloyd Webber. If it's if it flies by your feet and you manage to grab it, then go in and go, see it. Yeah, go definitely. But if they're saying you've got to pay more than ten pounds for it, maybe not. And I mean, I didn't pay for it either. My mum did. So well, that's what's gonna say because like freebies, they always like. Like anything that you see, anything that you do for free or for cheap, like mm. it's gonna feel good. Yeah. Like it's not gonna be a bad experience. Have you seen Starlight Express? Yes. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was a kid, I really wanted to see it. Like really, really wanted to see My it. My aunt was in it. She was the smoking carriage. And she played the smoking carriage in it. Is that. So I know what a smoking carriage on a train is. It's like where you go to smoke. Yeah. Is it represented literally in this? So, like, the people are playing different carriages of the train? Yeah. And so she's, like... Is she literally smoking, though? Oh, I can't remember. Like, I'm, I don't mean smoking. Like, is she... Oh, is oh, is she smoking? From her? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, so it's I not can't... a forced metaphor. I no, I think that. I think she's, like, candy cane. She was candy cane, like, blue and white stripes kind of outfit. Oh, right. I don't know why. If I... Let me just try and remember. So, like, Starlight Express... It's the one where they're all on roller skates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're trains. They're tra- they are train carriages. And then Pearl <laughs> falls in love with one of the... I think she was called And it's Pearl. an Andrew Lloyd Webber one, isn't it? It is, yeah. Starlight Express. Actually, do you know what? Just saying about his how he's got a style. So you know how it was like Joseph and then Starlight Express. It's like Starlight Express. Yeah. Starlight. So it's like really similar. <laughs> he definitely does have a style. Yeah. Jacob. I remember seeing Cats when I was really young and that character just really creeped me out. Cats is absolutely abysmal. Yeah, yeah. Because Cats is one of the rare, like, it's it's a shame that there aren't more, but it's it's one of the rare, like, full live musicals that you can get on DVD. Mm. Like, if you go to the library and you look through the section, like, that's always there, Mm. Cats. So I have watched it, like, recently, like, within the last couple of years, and it is absolutely abysmal. It's such a bad musical. Because of the songs or just everything? Because of the songs, because of the costumes are weird. Like, yeah, the costume, I remember the costumes being really strange. They're like human-cow hybrids. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like... It's that kind of like cringy sort of I'm a cat acting. And yeah. It's, it's, it's like, like... Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when... You know, like in drama class where... At school where they like make you be a seed and yeah. grow into a tree... It's like the next level yeah. of that. It's like you're a cat now. It's like Mac in, um, you know, in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. And then when they're doing their musical and he plays like the cat karate character. Yeah. It's like that <laughs> where he's like... <laughs> it's bad. It's nightmare inducing. And it's really boring as well. It's like mm. at a certain point you just think... I don't care mm. about these cats, these street cats. Yeah. It isn't compelling to me. And I've got, I'm, I'm afraid that Starlight Express is going to be like that as well. Okay, so final thoughts on Singing in the Rain. 
what's what's your final thought on it? Um, I think it holds up. I think it surprised me of how much it has held up from having not seen it for a good few years. I think it's really okay. Yeah, the costumes and the talking and stuff, as I said, are you know old-fashioned in a way, but I think it is quite relevant for now. And also, there's not too many bits in it where you know when you watch stuff that's like from that era you're like oh that's a bit questionable that Mm. thing that they said there's not actually any much in there where i'd be like oh god they couldn't say that now or they couldn't do that now yeah definitely yeah it was quite forward thinking i think i think so i think it's like a really sort of like it's timeless but it's also like extremely of its time Mm. like i guess that's like contradictory but what i mean is it works really well as like a I won't go so far as to say like an educational piece, but if you're interested in like that that time period of the film industry where it all changed and stuff, it's mm. quite relevant. I mean, it's a film that is all about change, yeah. but yet it's like also so like traditional yeah. in its approach. And I just like, my main takeaway from it today was just like, because I've seen it a lot of times, but my, my main takeaway was like, it's just so funny and mm. satirical and it just is so... More, so much more self-aware than why I ever gave it credit for it just yeah. really I mean I probably should have researched it a bit more like who actually wrote it and stuff but whoever wrote it if you're still alive which you're clearly <laughs> which not they're definitely down. not alive <laughs> whoever wrote it did a good job of writing yeah. it they wrote a really great thing and the music in it is although like yeah there's not many songs in it it's quality over quantity for this it's yeah like it definitely they're so memorable. With this, they're also different and they're also iconic. Mm. It's like, yeah, like they've just thrown this film together, and yes, it's like a mess, but it's it's a good mess. It's like every everything that's thrown in is is good. It's all the best stuff. Yeah. So they've tried really hard to make something that is just quality, quality, quality. And one thing that we didn't mention as well before is just about how good like everyone is in it like all the whole cast like, like yeah even the background actors yeah. like we were in this kind of scene near the beginning where it's like after their first premiere and um they go to the party where kathy eventually jumps out of the cake but um i had never noticed before but like the opening scene in that party everyone in it is like doing something hilarious but purposefully hilarious like they've got a funny look on their face or they're doing like a funny one of the people in the dance pairs is like doing something really funny so it's like even that shot i laughed about three times at an extra which is really cool yeah it's so fun it's just Mm. funny it's a funny film yeah definitely i was i was also surprised not having seen it for so long of like how much it made me genuinely made me laugh yeah it's great mm. so th- so my general takeaway from it is that it's great and that you should see it if you haven't seen it definitely you will like it next episode yes we're going to discuss little shop of horrors and i have a lot to say about this one same so i yeah yeah fabulous so if people want to get involved watch little shop of horrors but before the next episode and where can they watch that jade go to 
your local video store and pick up the Blockbuster yes. video. <laughs> Blockbuster video or primetime video in Greenwich, which is still sadly. there, I'm oh, sure. Oh, okay. No, it isn't. It's, gone. it's sadly not there. It's, it's a great one. Very, very, very different. And it is about a little shop. And some horrific things happen. <laughs> some horrors happen within it. <laughs> and it's a musical. Which is the whole idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. I'm dancing and singing in 